This episode is brought to you by Babu Freak's Droid Repair Emporium. <laughs> Solo, you're a dead man. Politik, what seems to be the problem? The problem is we loaned you a microphone for this podcast. I heard you also borrowed a microphone from Kanja Club. You know you can't trust those little freaks. How long have we known each other? The question is how much longer will we know each other? Not long. We want our microphone back now. You think recording a podcast is cheap? I use that microphone. Kanja Club wants their microphone back too. I never made a podcast with Kanja Club. Tell that to Kanja Club. Uh, Tasu Leech, good to see you. Okay, talking Boys, you're gonna get the podcast I promised. Have I ever not recorded for you before? Yeah. Yeah. What was the second time? Your game is old. There's no one in the galaxy left for you to record with. That BB podcast file. Podbean has been looking for one just like it. And two fugitives. First I've heard of it. I've got a bad feeling about this. Hello and welcome to Voice Rebellion episode 34. Yes. I'm Gabe. And I'm Mark. And we have a special guest, CJ. Hi everybody, good to be here. CJ is the one who writes our trivia song that you hear every, every week and yeah <laughs> and he used to do the uh the paintings that we put up for the episodes too yeah. which he hasn't done in a while that's yeah i got that, it no that's more because we're inconsistent with recording so yeah uh um, the cover yeah but uh so we figure this episode we'll skip news because obviously the movie came out yeah so we want to get right into talking about the movie yeah so let's, so let's just dive in yeah So without getting too much into specifics, uh, what's each person's just overall take of the movie as a whole, and how do you kind of rank it? Mark, I, you go? I really, really loved it. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Like, I didn't have the issues with them, quote, like, retconning mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson's stuff, which we can, we'll, we'll get we'll to getting into, yeah. but um, I didn't find that that was actually happening as much as everybody said it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really liked it. I would, I wouldn't place it. I place it pretty high up there on my t- overall rankings. Like I'd put it at least in the top four, I think. Okay. Uh, I, I have only seen it once, so I'm going to need to rewatch yeah. it to figure out where exactly I put it. Um, but also having gone and rewatched all of the films over the last two weeks, to lead mm-hmm. up to it. Yeah. I now have like a brand new ranking for everything. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. So what, what is your top four? Is that curiosity then? Um, I would say empire. I would have rogue one in there. Um, the last Jedi. And I think in rise of Skywalker, rise of Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, uh, a new hope dropped pretty dramatically. I did too. <laughs> and 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 Return of the Jedi is actually like it's the second best of the original trilogy and of all movies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, CJ, what was your overall? 
I thought it was fabulous. Like right away, I thought it was brilliant. But it is jam packed with quite a bit, and it's a lot to take in. And mm-hmm. I can see that being mm, messy or yeah, mm, too yeah. much. I guess. Mm-hmm. But but overall, I mean, I've seen it three times, and yeah. I liked it just as much. Um, uh, yeah. How's it rank for you? Um, of the, I would say okay. Of the new trilogy, I mean. Right now, it is the best, but I think Last Jedi will be the best. I think I'm just getting... Mm, you're just yeah. on the high of it. I'm on the high. Yeah. Right you got to let it sink in. Yeah. 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 Okay. And oh, overall? Overall, I mean, I love my empire. That's still number one. I think it doesn't didn't quite beat that yet, but um, yeah. probably Empire, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, or... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Okay. Rise of Skywalker and Jedi, yeah. kind of. Okay, yeah. so it sounds like you have an even more favorable view of it than, than Mark does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm probably the least of the three of us. Um, it's just, it's growing on me. Yeah. It is a lot to take in. It. I think the problem with the film is it's so exposition heavy. Yeah. It does a lot of tell and not show. Yeah. Which is the problem. Like, it should have been two movies. It's almost as yeah. if it yeah. was trying to be it's a sequel to Force Awakens yeah. and the yeah. final movie in one, yeah. and kind of like Last Jedi is kind of floating out there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, it's kind of it very hard. Much was like what J.J. Abrams wanted to do after yeah. Force Awakens. It, it yeah. feels like you could watch. It feels like it's just sequ- the whole movie is just a sequel to Force Awakens. Like it, it yeah. just feels like a two movie. Now, obviously, they reference things that happen in Force Awakens, so it's not. But you mean the Last Jedi? Uh, sorry, yeah, Last yeah. Jedi. Uh, so it's not, but. That's why it's so hard for it to, like, sink in, mm-hmm. um, yeah. because I'm just coming off of these narrative threads in Last Jedi that I don't think quite are picked up. Yeah. Um, and Last Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, because of the exposition heavy, and there's a few of the plot points that were, I don't know, overall, I it is growing on me. Yeah. Um, I would probably rank it in my top five or six right okay. now. Even if I think it has structural flaws, I think I think the themes in the movie are beautiful, actually. Yeah. Um, and so I think we'll get into that. Yeah. So uh, to structure our conversation, um, let's just talk about each character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have to be so rigid; you can go wherever you want with it. Sure. Uh, so first, let's talk about Ray's journey in the movie. Yeah. Um, so first, she's training with Leia. Yeah. And. Which I think is great. That it's they fantastic that Jedi Leia Master. is her Jedi Master. And that they revealed that Leia had, like, fully trained to be a Jedi. Yes. Right. And I love that yeah. flashback, like, seeing yeah. Leia. Um, and it, it made it less Uncanny Valley by having it be, like, at nighttime. So it's kind of disguised the fact that it was a CGI oh, face. Yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. think about yeah. that. Which I thought was, smart. it was good. Yeah, it looks a lot more natural than, like, the Rogue One Leia did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I loved and I loved that she was she was training under. It was pretty obvious though that Leia was. Yeah, like, it really took the me, dialogue was forced in there. It took me out of the movie the first, the very first scene, especially like you, you the could tell movie. there was some CGI involved. Yeah, well, it was a she had a brand new costume and hairstyle. Yeah, they did. It was pure CGI for the hairstyle and the costume. Okay, I just don't know why they felt necessary to do that. Like, just put her in the old costume, whatever because, she was wearing. Because nobody wears the same costume in Star Wars. Ever. <laughs> it's not the same. Is that a good enough reason? Yeah, I don't I mean, know. It, it took me out of the movie. It was like, oh, whoa, they're using CGI right now. Like, it, 
I didn't really notice the CGI. I just noticed that the dialogue, it was everybody was like trying to lead Leia to the point at which she right. could say it was the very vague. Of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was very, very vague. <laughs> um, things that people would say but, wouldn't quite line up. But also, I understand them wanting yeah. to. Here's the thing. If it was that and having her story play out the way it was or yeah. having Leia killed off screen, I'm going to choose the way they did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, we might as well just talk about Leia now, not Ray. Um, because her whole bond, the whole, when they talked about how the end of her Jedi path was going to be the end of her son's path, yeah, I thought that was beautiful because mm-hmm. it was her bond with her son mm-hmm. um, and, you know, how they, like, they both uh, became one with the Force at the same time. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. beautiful to me. Yeah. And you got a sense of that, like, you know, and we'll talk more about this with Kylo Ren, uh, like Kylo Ren wouldn't shoot the ship in Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. His mom was on it. Yeah. And that's how powerful their bond his was. Mom, right? Yeah, his mom was to him. So I, I really liked that. Um, and it also, her sacrificing herself to reach out to yeah. to Ben. Um, she, like, turned his heart. Yeah. And at first, like, actually, the, when I... When I saw this scene, I couldn't quite figure out why Leia had died. Mm-hmm. And I just chalked it up to women in Star Wars die inexplicably. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. But then, like, as I was talking to Bridget afterwards, like, she was, you know, we, we talked through it and she was yeah. like, no, she was like. The way I saw she, it is. She was turning, her, she was like basically using all of her stuff to yeah. turn his heart. Well, the way I saw it was, it was the same way that Luke died. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It, they were both projecting themselves to the Force, and yeah. I'm sure they would have done it differently if she were alive. But, but, but Luke was doing it Carrie to, to like, alive. Luke was doing it to save others and humiliate Kylo, whereas Leia was doing it. <laughs> I don't know if humiliate's a strong word. He was humiliating He Kylo. was doing it to like prod him enough to like. Kind of, kind of wedge in this idea that, like, when he says to him, "Strike me down in anger, and I'll always be with you, like your father." He's trying to reach him to prod at. Well, no, no, exactly. To pry open this part of him. Um, But then hers, (laughs) hers was that she was doing the same thing in order to save her son. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So and. I think well, isn't that kind of beautiful that the the twins Luke and Leia both reached out in the Force yeah. to um, reach Kylo Ren in different ways yeah and that's how they both eventually became one with the Force yeah I, there's just a nice narrative mirror there mm-hmm. yeah and uh, Han kind of did that too and he's sort of force yeah. sensitive right well and no <laughs> yes yes yeah. no again I mean Force Awakens has why do you it doesn't Okay, in the I'm same, just, I'm just in the same way, that, in the same way that Finn is, we'll talk about Finn. We'll yeah. talk about okay. Finn. But, so, but um, there was a thing I saw online that somebody said everybody's like giving a bunch of shit to Rise of Skywalker, but everybody can agree that that everybody, even if you hated the movie, can mm-hmm. agree that that one scene was amazing. Mm-hmm. And they didn't tell say what it was. And then I went into the comments, and every single person was listing a completely different scene. Oh, that's funny. So I told Bridget this, and yeah. she said, oh, yeah, this scene with Han and Kylo. Yeah. 
And I was like, that wasn't actually the scene that I was thinking of oh. at all. But that was her favorite scene. Yeah. That no. she was, that like really right. moved her because, because I don't, that wasn't Han's Force Ghost. It was, right. Right, it right, was right. just yeah. Kylo, because Kylo's whole like, thing. We can, we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah. into Kylo. But, we'll pick this up yeah. with, with Kylo. Um, any more thoughts on Leia? No. I, th- I thought it was. I, I thought it was handled as well as it as it could have been. Could yeah. be. Yeah. No. And like, I want to like go rewatch that scene between her and Luke, like training. Like, yeah. I, I want to watch yeah. that like multiple times. Well, I'm sure it was basically a, a wet dream for every expanded universe fan. I know. For me, I was like, it. like, well, yeah. and in, but in the in the expanded universe, she didn't even like get to the point where she was like fully trained to be a like. She did like later on. She did more training. Yeah. But like, she did like. She sort of like dabbled in it, and then yeah. she was like, "Nah, this isn't really for me." This showed that she went all the way, and it also helps explain um, when she was her, the Force. When she was the Force yeah. in the Last Jedi, yeah. yeah. No, I I do love how important they made her in this movie, even yeah. though it was kind of clunky with the putting her in it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Especially with all the narrative mirrors that they were able to do yeah. with her character yeah. and the whole like, I mean, her whole impact on Ray. You know, like her knowing that Ray was a Palpatine, mm-hmm. they said that. Um, even though I would like to know when exactly Leia found that out, because yeah. she didn't know who Ray was when she first met her. No, uh, and so I, I don't know. There's a lot of questions they left open, but yeah. but her whole impact on Ray, I think, is what ultimately led Ray to being like, "I'm a Skywalker." Yeah, you know, yeah. I think that's more Leia than it was Luke. I mean, Ray yeah. didn't even get along with Luke. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, right. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I love how important they made her. Yeah. Uh, so moving to Ray then, um, so let's just talk about the, the biggest thing, her being a Palpatine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So JJ Abrams, um, I read a really great thing where he was explaining it. He said that Ryan Johnson had said that what his plan was, was what is the worst possible thing that Ray could hear mm-hmm. when she's talking to Kylo? And the answer is you're nobody. Yeah. And everybody... In their minds, like the thing that would be the fan servicey thing is, you're a Skywalker or you're a Kenobi. Mm-hmm. The fan servicey thing is not, you are the child of pure evil. And so JJ said he was trying to think, well, what's worse than being nobody? Mm-hmm. Being yeah. the most e- like the descendant of the most finding out yeah. you're a Hitler. Well, but why yeah, is the exactly. why did JJ feel it necessary to find something even worse than a nobody? Because I think so. Here's the thing. Here's the disappointment. Yeah. You know, you think you're a, the son of Mick Jagger, but you're not. Yeah, and that sucks. But then you find out you're the grandson of Hitler, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's like worse. I was really it's hoping. Worse. It's yeah. worse. <laughs> of all the people. Mick Jagger? I mean, everyone knows who he is. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's- and, and I think that he needed it because he wanted to have this. Yeah. It wasn't. it. Ray's whole journey with mm-hmm. Kylo has been trying to turn him back to embrace his family. Yeah. And then to have this twist of her needing to reject her family. Yeah. Right. In totality. So right. here's the thing. So at yeah. first, right, when mm-hmm. I watched the movie, I'm thinking, what are they doing? Because there was a narrative mirror between Kylo Ren and Rey. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren was rejecting his family and trying to become something different. Mm-hmm. And Rey um, had no family mm-hmm. and was trying to embrace a, a new family. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, no, they ruined that because 
Ray does have family now. Mm-hmm. But you can think of it in terms more of they both um, – uh, sorry, I wrote it down here. They both ultimately refuse to accept what they long for. Mm-hmm. So Kylo Ren re- refuses finally to become something new and embraces his family. And Ray finally refuses that bloodline of mm-hmm. Palpatine. Yeah to embrace a different family. Yeah. So it, there's still a narrative mirror. It's just different. Yeah. And when she faced off against Palpatine at the end, mm-hmm. that she used Anakin's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So Anakin defeated the pure evil in a way, but also it was Luke's lightsaber yeah. and Leia's lightsaber. Like, yeah. So it was the Skywalkers. Defeating yeah. The, yeah. The ultimate no. evil. Mm. So and and there's a good yin yang mm-hmm. kind of narrative element too because it's uh, Kylo Ren the Skywalker going bad and mm-hmm. Rey the Palpatine going good yeah and so it's a it's a good natured person turning mm-hmm. to evil and an evil natured turning yeah. good yeah. Um, so I, I do like this kind of dance between the Skywalkers and Palpatines then. Yeah. Um, and it kind of works with ring theory too. It's like the movies start with the Palpatine's evil figure uh-huh. and they end with Palpatine, a good figure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a great dramatic irony mm-hmm. that a Palpatine is the one creating a new Jedi order mm-hmm. when it was the Palpatine before that was ending the Jedi order. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really quick. Yeah. So, um, slightly off topic. When I say we can all agree that that one scene is the best thing ever, what's your, what came to your mind? Uh, what came to my mind, yeah, no, that's hard. What came to your CJ? I've got two good ones, but the one ultimately is when you hear all the voices and she's the flashing. And, yeah, yeah. And, and when you think it's over, she's lifting up and they're still talking. Yeah. I'm like, keep talking, guys. Yeah, yeah, keep yeah. talking. Because one thing I wish that they had done is I kind of was hoping to see them all appear behind her. I know. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. Some of the voices that they did appear, though, were um, Ahsoka was one of them mm-hmm. um, from Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, and and Anakin says, yeah. bring, ba- bring back the balance as I did. As I did. Yeah. So here's the thing with prophecies, though. Is it like coming back? They didn't say that like he would bring balance to the force and then everything would be good for the entire yeah. galaxy for so, the rest of time. So I did he brought balance to the force. Things were too good for a while. Okay, but but he didn't. Because Palpatine lived on. Palpatine's if, the fulcrum. So I guess like, first you have to define but, what is bringing balance. But he kind of he kind of in a way like quote unquote like killed the force, hence the force needing to reawaken. So like he kind of like Yeah. I it's a, it's a very stuff. hard line. I was gonna discuss this later, but it's a very hard line for me to stomach because I did not want this movie to undermine Return of the Jedi in any way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's two different ways that I was worried it would do that. One would be the prophecy of him putting balance to the force. And the other would be just the redemption aspect of it. Um, Like showing evil, you can't control people. You can't make people slaves as Anakin was. Um, It's hard that Palpatine basically, I I assume these Sith zealots found Mm -hmm. his body and like reanimated it somehow. Yeah, because they uh, like mentioned like he was like a zombie cloning, basically. They, yeah, but I don't think he was a so, clone. But he had like, to have been alive. Like he's technically alive. Yeah. Um. 
So it's, but, it's hard for me. Like, he's alive. He's pulling all these strings. He creates the First Order. Yeah. He creates Snoke. All these bad things happen. How is that bringing balance to the Force now? How does Anakin bring balance to the Force? Because Anakin allows for the new Jedi Order to rise. Yes, and now, so here's where I'm trying to justify it, is Anakin's legacy mm-hmm. is incorporated into, like, Rey wouldn't be able to bring balance yeah. unless Anakin had saved Luke and Luke had and, trained Rey, etc. And if Anakin hadn't defeated the Emperor mm-hmm. at that point, yeah. the, em- the Empire would have won the Battle of Endor, and you would have ended up with the rebellion yeah. destroyed. He saved the galaxy at the time that it needed saving. Yeah. For the time. I guess needed. I just wish the line was bring balance to the force um, for now. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, like we are doing. Not as I did, because as I did implies he did it. If his legacy is a part of bringing balance to the force in the end, that's still only once yeah. at the end. Yeah. So it's just, it's a very hard line for me to like, because here's the thing. I view bringing balance to the force as ending the Sith because the Sith yeah. are a corruption of the force. Yeah. Okay. So Palpatine living on the, the force is not in balance. Mm-hmm. Ray is the one who does ultimately defeat Palpatine and mm-hmm. every other Sith that lived on in Palpatine. Yeah. All those Sith ghosts in the arena. Okay. So you saw that as I've seen other people mention calling those people like Sith cultists or something. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's not those how are, I interpret it. Yeah, yeah, no, those are I, Sith. yeah. Those are the Sith spirit. Yeah. The spirits of all the Sith. Because you see them the, all the like, kind of like, um, and you never dissipate. see details and, of yeah. their faces or anything. Yeah. Right, so yeah. I always saw them. I, yeah. I guess it could be acolytes, yeah, but just, I didn't interpret it There was some that people way. who kept, somebody was like, so do they do all these Sith acolytes like hang out in the arena and like, or just like waiting around for people to show up? I'm like, no, they're, those are spirits. Like, so I'm glad yeah, that you I wasn't sure when, yeah, I wasn't sure if they were yeah. real. I guess I would really want to know that now though. The weird like, thing if JJ is, has, yeah. has clarified that or not. I don't know. Um, so one issue with this whole Sith planet is that in the expanded universe, this planet exists, not in this exact like imagery. And also it exists in the deep core, not in the unknown regions, but it's called Bis. Mm-hmm. And that's where the emperor clones himself. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of Sith alchemical experiments. It was called Bis. So I don't understand why they need to have Exegol. Like, why not just call it Bis? I don't know. I didn't. That I mean, Exegol is a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're like Bis. I don't know. Yeah, the one syllable is hard. I could see why they changed it. I could see yeah. why, but I'm not as you know um, attached to the. So, anyways, yeah. So. Going back to Ray, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it was kind of hard for me to stomach at first because it seemed like the Last Jedi narrative was you don't have to have royal blood to be somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you can be a nobody and make an impact in the world. You can be a lowly slave, like yeah. the broom boy at the end. Yeah. And so it just felt like now that narrative is still just hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you could, I suppose, project that narrative now onto Finn. Yeah. Um, because Finn is clearly, I think he's force sensitive. I, yeah. There's not a doubt about it anymore. Because now I saw Ray. There was something that JJ Abrams said that the, what Finn was trying to tell Ray was that he was force sensitive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, if you're, you think you're about to drown in quicksand, you're going to be like, right, right, right. I'm, I'm force sensitive. Yeah. Like, no, it that's doesn't, not what. And why not tell her at any other time? 
Yeah, you know? why, are you, why are you keeping the secret? And but like, if you if you think you're dying, the last thing you yeah, right, yeah, like, right. I think I can use a force sometimes. It's not, yeah, it's not so, great. Like we're best. Like, I've always loved being around you. Like yeah, yeah, like but <laughs> yeah. So that that I don't yeah. buy it. I think I don't think that J.J. Abrams even knew what it was. I and that's the problem with J.J. Abrams' style. Yeah. He just likes to throw things in there. Yeah. And he doesn't... And sometimes it's nice to have some vagueness in Star Wars because yeah. it leaves it open to fans to interpret it. And that could be fun. Yeah. But J.J. Abrams does it too much. Yeah, yeah. And un, and sometimes unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially, like, how... Uh, Jana in the end was like, I don't know where I'm from. And then I was like, let's find out. Apparently, she yeah. was actually supposed to be his daughter. If you read the visual dictionary, there's apparently like some sort of deleted scene where Lando, like he's, when he meets them, he's supposed to mention like, I've been fighting the First Order since they stole my daughter 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh. And, and it was supposed to be Janet. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, like yeah. it's like too uh, much. Yeah. yeah um, right. <laughs> Because uh, a lot of people were like, "Is was Lando just being a creeper to that girl?" <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. Yeah, like I never, I didn't see it as him being a creeper, but like, um, she I talked see to him first. Though. Yeah. she said, "Hey, where are you from?" That's yeah. my opening line. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess moving on. So, still talking about Finn. Uh, we'll talk about his journey. Um, so, I, I mean, I liked his role in the film overall, um, yeah. and so it, it kind of helps for me to like because when you think about it now, because um, he was talking to Jana about you know it's a feeling, an instinct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I think now is like the Force Awakens, the title of that movie is about him. Is like also about also him. Also about him. Yeah. Because the, when the stormtrooper like puts his blood on his helmet, yeah. he awakens the Force, yeah. the feeling in him, and he breaks his programming yeah. with the First Order. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I now like have like more interest in Finn because I, I lost interest in Finn in Last Jedi. He was yeah. the weakest mm-hmm. part of that movie, yeah. mm-hmm. I think. Um. So and when we're speaking about Finn, we need to talk about Rose real quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. because Paige, her sister, mm-hmm. got more screen time in the Last Jedi than she got in this movie, yeah. and that screen time includes her like standing around in the background. Yeah, and I I fully believe that it was purely because of the yeah. assholes yeah. online. Well, yeah. yeah, and I don't I don't think that we needed less of Janna because Janna is also great. Yeah, but. The things that Janna was doing were things that Rose could have been doing. Yeah, but I liked I liked I, the idea that there's more defective uh, defective stormtroopers. Yes, there. yes. Um, and like I said, I so also here's really here's the Jana. problem again of why this needed to be two movies. Yeah, yeah. You could have expanded Rose because and then had more time you, for Janna too. And Finn realizing that like other people have been inspired by him, and then you could use that as like a whole thing. Yeah, like that he's been inspired to convert other stormtroopers mm-hmm. over. Like that could be a big thing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, okay. So yeah. The, so the biggest gripe that a lot of Last Jedi fans have is the the whole like nobody yeah. being important and the Force belonging to the nobodies kind yeah. of. So even though that's still kind of hanging out there and that's lost a little, mm-hmm. I can appreciate the kind of Palpatine Skywalker dance yeah. of, of yeah. that narrative dance that they're doing throughout yeah. these movies. And now it doesn't mean that now nobodies aren't here on out. Yeah. So they can continue Star Wars. It's just, it's just kind of a hard whiplash. Yeah. So I just wish that like JJ and Ryan Johnson could have gotten together and like made both films together to like have a little bit bit more cohesion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing too. I, I'm, yes, I know. Um, I'm kind of tired of this whole push of like, Oh, this is JJ's film. Oh, this is Ryan Johnson's. 
this is Disney's mm-hmm. film. Right. This is Kathleen Kennedy's film. Yeah. Like it's not like it's not like Ryan Johnson stepped in and was like, "Listen up, assholes! Yeah. I'm making this movie. You can't say shit about it. I'm going right. to do whatever I want." <laughs> like, and the same with J.J. Abrams. Like they were making this movie under the direction of Lucasfilm and Disney. Mm-hmm. Like they had some control. They had a level of control. They wrote the scripts, but like this wasn't each a sole person's vision the yeah. entire time. Like, the and say, only writers. And neither was the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, so here, here's a good way of look at uh, Ray being a Palpatine. Mm-hmm. There was a love triangle and a new hope between Luke, Leia, and Han. Yeah. Han says to Luke, hey, you think a girl like her and a guy like me? And Luke's like, no. Yeah. And like you could tell, oh, feelings. like. And then Empire Strikes Back came out. And there was a bunch of fans who were pissed at that movie because they're like, why isn't Leia seeing what's good in front of her the whole time? It's yeah. Luke. She should be yeah. with Luke. Yeah. And then they reveal yeah. return and, and the whole kiss yeah. in, in Empire yeah. Strikes Back. And Leia mm-hmm. kisses Luke. And then they reveal in Return of the Jedi that they're siblings. Mm-hmm. Which angered a ton of fans. We all accept it now. Yeah. We all love it now. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So even though it's kind of like a huge gut punch to be like, oh, raise a Palpatine. Yeah. I got to believe in a few years, it's going to be fine. It, like, the yeah. people who were children, the, the people who were children when the original trilogy came out, they're not accepting this whole twist. But they accepted the big old twist of I'm your father and Leia being his sister yeah. just fine. In the same way that my kids just watched this new trilogy and fully accepted Ray was a Palpatine without... Yeah. having an issue with it. They weren't like, wait a minute. Yes. This and now, completely disrupts the narrative arc. So granted, it's a little different because people are, are also struggling with abandoning the old expanded universe. Yeah. So I have some compassion for that, uh, for, you know, people wanting to hold on to the Star Wars they knew. Because mm-hmm. um, this is rewriting that. Yeah. But let it breathe. Let it kind of let it, let it sink in. You don't have to like lash out online right now. Like, yeah. like when I first came out of that movie, um, I saw it with Eric. I said to him, like, I did not like that movie. Like, yeah. I was kind of like, I'm going to be dead set against this. But I was like, okay, let's actually approach this more maturely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. let's 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 try to appreciate first off. So first, what I did was I appreciated the good things I liked about it, yeah. and then I'm like, okay, let's accept the things I had problems. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, a lot of people had issues with. The like so many different like locations them going to it and again I, yeah I didn't have a problem with that in the same way I didn't have that problem with Rogue One doing all the jumping but yeah. also I'm a big huge fan of Star Wars world building probably because like mm-hmm. my big like in depth dive in star into Star Wars has been the role playing game mm-hmm. so the more material there is yeah for like me to tell my own stories I'm like this is amazing well and actually that's a a problem with the other two films in the new trilogy. Um, they don't do enough world building. Like, yes, you, you think this, of the prequels. This movie just, had so much more world building yeah. than the other two combined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other like, two was only like three well, set pieces in the first, and that's yeah. it. Right. There's this, there's like this like ice planet that they, that suddenly like Poe and Finn show up at. They've suddenly got this extra mechanic. Who's this slug thing. <laughs> And then Claude. and Claude, Claude. and then they start <laughs> and then they start doing these hyperspace yeah the skips. hyperspace skips. yeah which is new yeah. 
which is right. brand new, so, isn't anywhere in previous canon. Yeah. And like I had to like turn off my EU brain and be like, no, 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 no. They're telling their own thing. Yeah. And it seems like because people are like we haven't seen any of this before, and we haven't seen people slam ships into other ships at hyperspace speeds, and we haven't seen these hyperspace skips. Mm-hmm. I think hyperspace technology has probably improved dramatically in mm-hmm. the thirty years between Return yeah. of the Jedi, and like it's just. You just have, yeah. sort of have to accept that, like... Well, just hyperspace tracking. In the last yeah, yeah, yeah. They did and that. now hyperspace tracking is even better because those TIE fighters are tracking the Millennium Falcon right. every single that's jump. That's right. That's right. Like, And yeah. that's, like, even more advanced hyperspace yeah. tracking than it was before. And these guys are, like, hyperspace skipping into other... Yeah. Like, into the atmosphere of other worlds, mm-hmm. which, like, then my like my brain is trying to, like, figure out, like... Maybe it's jumping to like previously coordinates that the, the Falcon had previously been to. Like mm-hmm. it can oh, use yeah. like preset locations. Because I'm always trying to yeah, figure out like <laughs> in the same way in yeah. the same way trying to figure out why Star Killer Base's laser could be seen from across the galaxy, like yeah. hitting another planet and stuff like uh-huh. that. Like I've got my own theories and stuff like that. The hyperspace yeah. so, um, skipping, this light speed skipping reminded me of when in Force Awakens when um, Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Parts from the yeah, from yeah. the dock or whatever. Yeah, just you yeah. know, it's new. Also, yeah, he like jumped new. from the hangar bay. From the hangar, like, yeah. What? And yeah. then when they had to drop, and he, into, and he goes in past the shields and comes mm-hmm. out of hyperspace. Right. And not right only that, but the entire resistance <sighs> fleet was like circling the solar system in hyperspace, mm-hmm. so so they could drop out at the right moment that they needed to in the for- so like there's been lots of different yeah. hyperspace stuff. Mm-hmm. That has not been also seen the, before. The Falcon uh, landing without the landing gear on the mm-hmm. Endor moon. Um, ring theory with that, with landing on the Starkiller base. Because mm, keep in yeah. mind, the, the ring, yeah. there's a ring with Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the same imagery there. Yeah. Um, one, the last thing I want to say about the uh, whole Ray being a nobody and not actually a nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, her thinking she's a nobody actually gave her the time to be built up by Luke and Leia to be strong enough to reject Palpatine. Yeah. And to choose being a Skywalker. Um, and again, and that's another theme too that I appreciate about the movie. It's all about choosing who you want to be. Um, with like Kylo Ren choosing wants to be Ben Solo, Ray choosing she wants to be a Skywalker and not a Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And I... I saw this like this angry meme online that was like, "Have you heard the tragedy of the Skywalkers?" And it lists all these bad things that happen, and then and then it ends with, "And then the Palpatines took the Skywalker name and and like ruined it all." And it was like, "No, do you not understand the dramatic irony there?" Like, yeah, that's the opposite of that. The Skywalker legacy is one of being good and hopeful and and you know, but the Jedi. Yeah, um, so that's not. That's not the tragedy of the Skywalkers. That's that's the Skywalkers living on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter that it's Palpatine blood who's taking the name. Yeah, so that was annoying. So I've got something. Um, one of my friends on um, on Twitter, uh, Kevin Clarkston, he said Ray is twenty in Rise of Skywalker. Right. Seventeen. There's seventeen years between uh, Revenge of the Sith. And a new hope. Mm-hmm. Thirty-five years between a new hope and the the rise of Skywalker. 
Rey was born 11 years after Return of the Jedi. If Palpatine, if, if the Palpatine parent, her father, mm-hmm. was born during Revenge of the Sith, 52 years prior, they'd have been 41 when Rey was born. The guy was not 41. Which means they were born after Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. So melty face Palpatine, bone. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to figure. Mm. Well, like in my mi- in your mind, you're immediately like, oh, it's like Supreme I, Chancellor had a secret like yeah. child. No, 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 no. Like, his face was melted off. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you got to imagine it's some prostitute or something, and then yeah. I guess I'm being cynical. That's the the nobody. Someone could love him. Um, (laughs) That could explain them being nobodies. I watched it. Having his son. That's true. I I watched a video that was like, man, you just think about Palpatine. You know he said, do it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, do it. (laughs) Good. Exactly. Good. So, All right, so let's move on to Kylo Ren, right. the other big part of the film. Okay. Um, so first off, I still don't fully understand why he rebuilt the helmet. I do get the symbolism of the cracks in the helmet, and, yes. he, and he can't, it's like the cracks in him, he can't. But why narratively would he do that? Well, I can tell like, you the cynical reason why. <laughs> toys. Uh, toys, and also, uh, they don't have... The rights to uh, Adam Driver's face for their brand new ride at Disneyland, and they needed him back in the helmet so no, that they could what? have him show up for the ride at Disneyland what? because he wears his helmet the entire. Is it time. the helmet with the cracks? The normal helmet? Why can't they just have him in the normal helmet then? Because it takes for the ride. Pl- because it takes place after the ride does. It takes place after um, uh, the Last Jedi, where he destroyed his helmet. Yeah. So canonically, yeah. in the right era, yeah. they need him to be, have that helmet back. I just don't understand if his whole thing is kill the past, and he's like, you know, I was trying to be like Vader. Screw it. I'm going to be my own person. Yeah. I feel like that's another narrative thread that's been dropped. Yeah. And while, and we'll talk about it in a second here. While I do love his redemption, mm-hmm. it's another issue I had with the film overall. It just yeah. felt like it was kind of, and then it just dropped. Like it, it. Well, what I think it is, is that he's constantly going on and on about how he's like, basically, he's saying he's nobody's bitch. He's the supreme leader. He's in charge. And they kept that. But then the minute that this bigger bad guy showed up, who made his favorite Sith Lord ever, Darth Vader, his Mm -hmm. whipping boy, he immediately cowers like a dog and feels like he has to. But he didn't. But he he's like, no, I have my own plans. Like, I'm going to kill him. I just want his Star Destroyers. Yeah. And he just wanted Ray to join him. But I don't know how long it would have taken him. Like, yeah. I, it, if it's, everything it's, had gone according to plan, right. I, could see, I could see Kylo Ren being 30 well, years thing, older yeah. and finally being like, I'll get around to it someday. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and here's the thing. Like, when I before I saw the movie, I pictured the movie being a three-way battle at the end. Kylo Ren and the, and the First Order versus the Emperor and his, and his forces versus the Resistance. Yeah. Because I do not understand, why does Kylo Ren need those Star Destroyers? The First Order already took over the galaxy. And I get they want to have a tighter grip mm-hmm. because the Star Destroyers can keep order with their planet-killing weapons. Yeah. 
but it still doesn't feel like narratively. Like he's like, Oh, you have star destroyers. I'll do whatever you ask. Give them to me. Like, because, because in the end it's all about power. If you have, yeah. if you have all of the wet, all the weapons of the world and then somebody says, but do you want some nukes? You're not going to be like, I don't really need nukes. You're going to be like, hell yeah, I'll take some nukes. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's all about power. Yeah. It's, yeah. He, he doesn't like the idea that there's all these Star Destroyers sitting there that he's not in charge of. Yeah. So he's going to claim more power for himself. Yeah. And he does, he, he maintained his, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? His individuality in it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't the word, but I'll figure it out later. Um, so I independence. No, no, it's fine. Uh, also, <laughs> the, the planet where they got the Wayfarer from, yeah, the was Mustafar, which is disappointing that they didn't. They like, didn't even show there. Say castle. that it was Mustafar, yeah. because there was the trees. Like if it had just been like a lava planet, yeah, we've been like cool. Like it looked like Mustafar from like right, right. above, yeah. But like once they were down on the planet. Like, I wouldn't have thought it was Mustafar because yeah, like, all the trees around. Like if, but apparently, and I understand there's different types of environments on every single planet. Mm-hmm. Yes. But also, like, but it would have been nice not? to know. Yeah. It would have been nice to know, like, for them to say yeah. in the movie, this is Mustafar. He's claiming yeah. this from, like, Vader's. See, I'm just finding that out now. Yeah. I didn't know it was yeah, Mustafar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was claiming it actually from the ruins of Vader's. Okay. Um, that makes palace. it that more yeah. badass. Why not show Vader's castle? Yeah. Have just them, like, show it. Up like, to they oh, already yeah. showed it in Rogue One. Yeah. Just have it all, like, crumbling and yeah. stuff. Like, and it would have been, oh, it would have been an epic yeah. shot. And yeah. I don't know why they didn't, because they didn't, had no problem doing other fan servicey stuff. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. Um, so despite the whole cracked helmet thing, um, I do have to say, I, when you asked favorite scene, mm-hmm. I, I think it's his redemption in the movie. Um, See, the, oh, the yeah. scene, well, it's, it's the scene that, works. cause, cause I know a lot of people who didn't like the redemption and we can, which we can talk so, about, but the scene that I, that was in my head yeah. was Ray and Kylo fighting one another while she's in his chambers and he's mm-hmm. down on the planet. Yeah. Like that they were fighting each other from like different locations. Yeah. Was just such a cool, yeah. amazing visual, especially when it would like pan across them and suddenly yeah. be in the different locations and stuff. Like that's the scene that I was like, it's almost a weird inverse of, of Kylo versus Luke. Cause they're, yeah. he's not there and they, I don't know. Yeah. But the, and neither yeah. one of them are there, right. but then they're still there. Yeah. yeah. Um, fun, a fun note on that. Yeah. Fun fact. I watched a video that pointed out that the first item that is transported through the force mm. is uh, the yellow necklace of a ray. Before that, Raindrop. Hans dice. Mm. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying uh, in Rise in of Skywalker. In Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Skywalk. Okay. First, there's a yellow necklace. Yeah. And then there was red. Um, Those cranberry. The red, things. yeah. The red beads yeah. or whatever yeah. on the floor. Um, and then it's the blue lightsaber. Yeah. So it's yellow, red, and blue. Yeah. And the Star Wars, um, the the color of the Force the words Star Wars in every yeah. film, it always starts. A Force Awakens color. was yellow. Yeah. Red was uh, Last Jedi, and blue was Red Skywalker. And we only saw blue lightsabers really in the movies, and red lightsabers, and then mm-hmm. the, finally the yellow lightsaber. Exactly. Ray's yellow. Yeah. And they're all primary colors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The more yeah. you know. That's good. All right, that was a tangent. Um, <laughs> so, so I loved, I really, really loved this whole, like, idea of them passing 
items mm-hmm. to each other through the Force. Yeah. Like, when he was, like, surrounded There's... by the Knights of Ren, like, I was like, I like, they're going to capture him and grab him. And then she had her lightsaber up, and I'm like, she's not going to kill. She's not going to strike down the Emperor. Mm-hmm. But I was I didn't know. I had no yeah. idea where I was going. Mm-hmm. And then she puts her hand back and then pulls it out, and I was like, Okay, like, is she, did she, did she actually have, like, it, with her other hand, is she going to whip Leia's lightsaber up? Like a magician. Like something like that, like, okay, like, and then suddenly he, like, has it. Mm-hmm. I was like. That's great. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you interpret them being a dyad in the Force? Because I, part of it feels unnecessary because mm-hmm. Snoke said he's the one who connected them in the Force. Like, connected their minds? Snoke said that to manipulate them. Snoke said that because because the Emperor said he hasn't seen this in generations or whatever. Yeah. I think that Snoke saw that happen and was like... No, because he I can, was like... I can completely disrupt... Because if they think that they're doing it, then that gives them strength and unity together. I feel like it's giving it too much credit. Because it, when you watch the scene... He's like gloating, like it was I who linked your minds to like to that way that he could bait Ray into becoming there. Yeah, but like he's it's evil. Not, he's their liars. I, okay, but I don't. I I think that it's. I don't think there's an explanation for why they die at. I don't think that's a problem. I think the best way I can. Yeah, right. The best way I can uh, reconcile it all is they're a dyad in the Force before they're connected with their minds. Mm-hmm. Snow connected their minds, making them even more mm-hmm. powerful yeah. as, a, as a connection. He was like, I'm going to do this. It's going to really they, mess with them if I link them together, yeah. not realizing It's like almost there. accidentally he, like, <laughs> made them stronger. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then... I like that idea. Yeah. And then, yeah, then they, like, build on even more because now they're, like, transporting things through the Force. Yeah, yeah. Um, because that was one thing. Like, Luke wasn't... That was, like, projection. Yeah. But this was, like, full-on physical item through the forest teleportation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But they uh, did that in Last Jedi when he has the raindrops. Um, yeah. Kylo. Oh, that's so true. That is yeah. true. And then, okay. and then there's... And then Luke transfers the dice. But that was Leia. a projection because it, it, it disappeared. Not fully a projection, though, because Leia still, like, was holding them in her hands. Yeah. Like, and then Kylo oh, was. okay. And then Kylo was, um, yeah. So it was... Okay, it was, so speaking of which, yeah. this ties back to what we're talking about. His redemption, right? Yeah. So they end Last Jedi, the dice in his hands. He's looking all sullen, mm-hmm. and he's like... And then they disappear, you know, like... And Luke had just told him, I'll, I'll always be with you just like your father. Yeah. They've always been setting up that eventually, somehow his family was going to have an integral role... And like he cannot let this go. The one of the first lines spoken to Kylo is, mm-hmm. "You cannot reject the truth that is your family." Yeah, you cannot deny the truth that is your family. Yeah. Um, so, and it's so glorious that that's the first line spoken to him now, because mm-hmm. you can now think of it with the context of what you've seen in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, so I actually I love the way the redemption played out because first you get the scene with. Um, Leia calling out to him. Yeah. And then it's like, so it's like this like emotional plea. And then you get this kind of like physical, um, Ray puts the lightsaber through him. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of heals him with all of this water, right. Mm-hmm. Coming around. It's like, it's almost like he's been like 
baptized anew. This is the exact opposite scene of Obi-Wan hacking apart Anakin on Mustafar, the fire planet. Yeah. Instead, she's healing him on a water yeah. planet. And I love the foreshadowing, too, when she healed the um, the slug thing. Yeah. They're like, they wanted to shoot it, right? Yeah. And she's like, no, like, if you just show it mercy. Yeah. Then, and then she explained off. exactly, yeah. like, how it worked so you'd understand yeah. like, that it requires a transfer yes. of life, life essence. Also, it's not coincidental that they released the episode of The Mandalorian a few days right. early right. so we could see Baby Yoda. Everyone yeah, yeah. loves Baby Yoda. Whatever yeah. Baby Yoda does, <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah. they accept so Maybe they'll accept it if they see Baby yeah. Yoda do it. Yeah. <laughs> Now, which, now, now the they way, accept force choking, too. By the way, I would like a spinoff series that is Baby Yoda and Babu Freak just going off on Amazing Adventures. Yeah, I want to say, um, when when it's like a serpent, right? In what yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That she heals. It's almost a metaphor for healing uh, Kylo Ren. Like, exactly. Even, even oh, yeah, yeah. It's this love, evil like, serpent, and you like your, your first instinct is to fight evil, just to yeah. shoot it, get, mm-hmm. you know, get rid of it, yeah. um, use hatred towards it. But if you show it mercy... Yeah. Heal it. Also, that, like, her, um, her, Finn, and Poe, Poe hasn't interacted with Ray at all. Mm-hmm. But they did a fantastic job yeah. of putting all three of those p- three together yeah. and it feeling mm-hmm. like they had been this threesome for years now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it was really fantastically and- done that they, you instantly were like, Oh, I've seen I've seen a ton of their adventures so far. Like you're ready to go, like watch the TV right. show. That is those three hanging out yeah. and having a great time. And if if the ring starts with A New Hope and the and the core three, mm-hmm. then the ring ends with Rise of Skywalker. There being a core three throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like it works out that there wasn't like a core three in Force Awakens. Yeah. It waited yeah. until Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I really uh, like the fight between Poe and, and Ray in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. it seemed like they're real familiar with each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. They're familiar enough that I they was like, a lot man, of tension. I want, I want Ray and Poe to bone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that tension. But then they go and bring in this bounty hunter. Zori. Yeah. Zori, who I yeah. thought was great. Yeah. And they, like, they, like, made sure to just have, like, one scene where she pulls up her mask just so you can be like, yes, this is Carrie Russell. This is J.J. Yeah. Abrams' first, yeah. like, big actress because she was Felicity when he did mm-hmm. He created the show Felicity. Okay. And so it was, he wanted to have her in the movie. Uh-huh. And so he just, I'm sure he invented this entire part just so that Carrie yeah. Russell yeah. could hey, show up. It's and good. it was a cool, like, little I thing. I love when he, they're on the rooftops, man. Yeah. Like, that music kicks in and he's like, maybe, maybe we can't win this war. Maybe yeah. I should just run off. And she's yeah. like, I don't think you believe that. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. I do think overall Poe's character got a little bit shortchanged in the movie. I don't think so. I I feel like he, um, I there just, was a lot more character development for him. We learned a ton more about him, and he got a little bit. But he got a lot more. One, I think I just would like more scenes of seeing him like lead people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but sorry, back to Kylo's redemption. So right, so you have the the first, you know, it's like three acts, right? You got the first Ray calling out to him. And then, like, the physical, like, kind of death and renewal um, being sliced and healed. And then the third act being Han Solo's, that scene playing out again, which is the exact dialogue from Force yeah, Awakens. Get him getting to he, – he's been haunted by that yeah. by that scene for now two, yeah. two, uh, two more films. And he got to reenact that scene and this time take the correct And he had action. mentioned earlier in the movie when he was talking to Ray – 
Um, like you can't go back to Leia now, just like I can't. Yeah. Like it, it it's it's shame. Yeah. He can't go. And so when he's when he says again, I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, this time being to come back to yeah. the light. It's like I don't know if I have the strength to like face what I've done. Yeah. And and move I, on. I don't have the strength to deal with the consequences. Yeah. Like and so I just think it was very beautiful. Like it was like this spiritual, emotional, like physical, everything all at once, mm-hmm. kind of a one, two, three punch to him and then throws the lightsaber. Yeah. So I think it was handled very well. It was very beautiful. Yeah. Um even though in the movie there wasn't a ton of lead up to that redemption. Like yeah. it, he was straight evil for like all the way up to that point. Yeah. Um, but it, but it was nice. It was just like, you could tell in his face, it was just like, why am I fighting anymore? Yeah. Why am I even like fighting Ray anymore? Yeah. He's just like taken aback. He's just like, I'm just, you yeah. know, what am I doing? It was a yeah. moment of clarity. Yeah. And that's what Leia gave him. Was that, right. That clarity. Um, and then with his actual like final, like redemption of like healing mm-hmm. Ray and everything, um, I know a lot of people didn't like that because they didn't like it because they don't like the idea of this genocidal maniac being redeemed. But <laughs> okay, then you a, then you're not well, okay with Darth Vader. I mean, right? But but what I the way I saw it was by them having Kylo die, it wasn't like oh well. I'm not bad anymore, so now I can walk. I can walk out into the sunlight and be free of any consequences, and I don't have to answer for any of my crimes. Instead, it was like, no, no, no. He still dies, but he dies redeemed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that, like, I think that so, I think that if he had survived, I would have had a bit more of an issue with it. Like, all right, but like, are you now going to have an entire movie where he's like going around yeah. and apologizing to all like <laughs> making amends, this, making amends? Like, two two main points. On uh, Ben Solo's death, yeah. Uh, one is it uh, continues the theme of every Skywalker dying for someone else. Yeah, Anakin died for his son. Luke died so they could escape crate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leia died so that his son could be redeemed, and then Kylo Ren, the last Skywalker, died so that Rey could live. Yeah. Um, so you have and. Kylo has constantly wanted to be his grandfather. Yeah. And in the end, he got to be what? his grandfather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kylo's story has mirrored both Anakin and Luke's. Um, yeah. What I love about, and this is probably a whole separate episode, was I love that, like, Kylo Ren's journey is the exact invert of Luke's. Because, mm-hmm. like, you go to Return of the Jedi, and Luke has to confront his father and is told to kill him. Mm-hmm. Force Awakens starts with Kylo Ren being told to confront his father and, and kill, kill him. him. Yeah. And he does it. And it's a, and whereas Luke didn't. Mm-hmm. So it's this whole inverse, and Kylo yeah. Ren's journey goes on from there. Um, but uh, anyways, so the other main point I had um, was it's a nice end to the to all three trilogies. Because him saving Rey mm-hmm. is exactly how this all started. Anakin just wanted the power to save Padme. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Only it became this selfish thing. And I don't and think Anakin... Anakin would not have done what Kylo did. If Padme was dying, I right. don't think Anakin would have killed himself. To That's why it. I say it was more of a selfish thing. Because yeah. he starts... You see in the end of Revenge of the Sith, he starts talking like... 
you and I can make things the way we want them to be. Yeah. Like, and which again is a narrative mirror with uh, Kylo Ren and Ray. Yeah. Um, Kylo Ren saying, "Ray, we could rule the galaxy together." Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, Anakin's very like. I mean, he starts choking Padme. I mean, yeah. he's gone so off off the deep end. Yeah. But I, I just love the these narrative themes of like you're trying to selfishly keep someone from dying. Yeah. Right. And it, it's kind of carried through that, like, in the end, it's not a selfish thing for Kylo Ren. He gave up his life for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to think that he knew he was going to die. Um, yeah, I, I don't think... Uh, I think I'm pretty... I yeah. feel pretty certain that he knew he was um, going to kill him. On that note, how do you feel about the Raylo kiss? I was fine with it because it was yeah. so, like, fleeting. That was okay. Like, it, it felt like it could have gone without it at the same time. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it until he died, and then I loved it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's actually what, that's actually what, because when like, they kissed, and I was like, all right, they got to get the Raylo thing, and then he died, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. because it, then. Now she can go to Finn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, it just, it just made it so that it wasn't like, okay, they're just setting up this fan shipping thing. It was like, no. Mm-hmm. He's dead now. They can't be together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, you're right. That's why I was okay mm-hmm. with it too, yeah. So I just think there's just a nice, again, a narrative mirror mm-hmm. with, um, I think it was right that Ben Solo died the way he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of like the selfish nature of trying to keep people alive too, um, the coolest thing I think in the movie is the idea of Palpatine being like, strike me down mm-hmm. and I will, my spirit will go into you. All the Sith will go into you, mm-hmm. basically. So so here's how the Sith work, right? All the Sith are passed down one from one to another. Yeah. But by the apprentice killing the master every time. Mm-hmm. Which right? by the way, I'm I'm reading <clears throat> the Darth Bane trilogy of mm-hmm. books right now. I'm on I'm on the second one. And it's establishing this whole rule of two things. It's been really, really interesting. And he specifically tells his student, he says, one day you will become strong enough and you will challenge me and one of us will die. Yeah. And if you kill me, then your journey will be complete. You will be the master and then you will find an apprentice. But if, if you don't kill me and I kill you, then it means that you weren't good enough and I'm going to find a new one. So it actually, and this is like one expanded universe, which for me, I've said it before, expanded universe, I always assume is true until until something in canon proves it's not. So in the same way that like... This doesn't exist, Mark. But Darth Darth Raven from um, Knights of the Old Republic does because the Sith troop, um, the Sith troop uh, platoons are named after Sith Lords and one of them is the Raven like troop. So yeah. things like that. Like I assume yeah. that things are true. And so like, it's really cool seeing this book from like, it's like 15 years old at this point. Yeah. That's establishing this thing. <clears throat> then like just came. Yeah. Like we saw it. So taking place here. So the idea of the Sith is and an evil in general. And you see this in other stories too, that mm-hmm. aren't star Wars. Um, evil wants to control nature. Mm-hmm. They want to cheat death. Mm-hmm. Immortality is often a theme of evil. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, just, um, right. It wasn't like the serpent or the snake. Yeah. The, the snake promised it, promised them like, like 
pure knowledge of all good yeah, and evil. Or power. Like basically, yeah. basically power, right? Yeah. It's power and cheating death. And that's mm-hmm. the whole idea in Star Wars when Palpatine is promising this to Anakin mm-hmm. in Revenge yeah. of Sith. Um, and Palpatine has cheated death literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and he, he quotes the line he said in Revenge of Sith again in Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the dark side of the Force is pathway to many abilities. People think unnatural. Yeah. Um, so you have all of these Sith who live on just in the physical body of this one person, just to stay alive in the universe. Whereas the Jedi become one with the force, their body disappears, um, Mm -hmm. at least until they learn it. But uh, even before they're, they become one with the force. Um, Mm -hmm. and they, they become the one, you know, they become nature basically Mm -hmm. because the force is nature in a way. Right. And the Sith are corruption of the force. Yeah. Um, so you, you have, and this is how, and so this is where ring theory gets really cool. In A New Hope, uh, Obi-Wan says, strike me down and I should become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. You have the whole Jedi philosophy on display there. Yeah. His body disappears. He becomes one with the force. He starts speaking to Luke, the voice, yeah. which is why in a way they're only being voices in Rise of Skywalker yeah, is yeah, a nice yeah. narrative touch and yeah. not ghosts because mm-hmm. it's like you just hear the voices of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have that false fan display and then you complete the ring and rise of Skywalker. You have the opposite, yeah. the Sith saying like, no, like we just want to live on this one person yeah. and just continue on and on and on. Strike me down and we'll inhabit you rather yeah. than strike and we'll, me down and we'll like become, and I'll they become don't become what they're a corruption powerful. of the force. Yeah. They don't become one with the force. Yeah. Um, so, and that's why, um, that's bring balance Obi- to the force. Obi-Wan says, strike me down and I'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. What the emperor is saying to Ray is strike me down and you'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it's, yeah, right, which is a selfish, uh, ask, right? Yeah. Whereas Obi-Wan's yeah. is like a selfless yeah. thing. Like strike me down. My time has passed. I understand that. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to let Luke carry on the new generation carry on. Yeah. Whereas it's, um, being told to Ray, like strike me down mm-hmm. so you can selfishly become, you will yeah. become. Yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of liked that the, the, that, that line strike me down. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, and again, and that's how Ray is bringing balance to the force too, because he's getting rid of all the Sith, which are corruption, of the force, yeah. because I really, really get annoyed by the alternative theory that balance is like two Jedi, two Sith. Yeah. Because for starters, George Lucas has say that's not what it is. Yeah. Um, and secondly, it's just it just feels lazy to think of it that way. Yeah, and that allows like, the people people to come up with the whole, right? this whole idea like, of gray Jedi, which I don't agree with at all. Like, what if I have gray Jedi? And actually, that's another kind of narrative note from Last Jedi that I wish was carried through. Is there's I, I don't I it seemed like in Last Jedi they were going to get out of this Jedi Sith dichotomy. Yeah. Um, and now I guess technically now they do because the Sith are gone officially. Yeah. Because uh, Ray destroyed all of them yeah. by destroying Palpatine, uh, so I, I kind of and there was a kind of more room for nuance in Last yeah. Jedi, which wasn't fully carried through. But that's all right; it's yeah, carried through eventually. Yeah. Um, Does Ray killing all the Sith mirror Anakin killing all the Jedi in Revenge? Oh, yeah. In a yeah. way, or yeah. And they look like old links, I mean, not young links. So, so, yeah, they yeah. look like old. Links. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess 
to complete the, the ring, Ray would have had to like kill a bunch of elderly people. Yeah. yeah. Like an elderly person's uh, like, Master Ray, there's Master too many. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> All right. Uh, any last thoughts on Kylo Ren? Or are we good? No, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, we talked about Poe, uh, new characters. Dio was a fun droid. Dio was great. Yeah. And actually, uh, Brie Larson put out a tweet today, I think, that said, big props to this droid who obviously had suffered trauma and knew how to communicate his boundaries with people by saying, oh, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. And Ray respected his boundaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too. I thought Dio was like a cute little like addition. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. He was an, an amusing little. And also, um, being a Star Wars role playing game person, mm-hmm. Dio had a, a vocabulator in him. Which in Star Wars, like if you put, if you can purchase vocabulators, and a vocabulator gives a voice to a droid. So he was this tiny little droid who basically like, and he didn't really seem to have anything else. Like he could do like some little minor repairs. Like R two like, doesn't have a. Vocabulary. No, R2 doesn't have a vocabulary. And in in fact, like, um, in my game, my Star Wars campaign that's been going on for like 20 years now, the ship, they've installed a vocabulary in every single room of the ship, so the ship can speak directly to them. Mm. So, yeah, so, but I was was sitting there watching and Dio starts speaking, I'm like, he's got a vocabulator. (laughs) They need to get one back in the Millennium Falcon then, so that L337 can be like, hey, (laughs) droid revolution! (laughs) Um, uh, Babu Freak, Babu Freak, hey, hey I love Babu Freak. <laughs> he was fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about Jana and Zori. Yeah, uh, I like that. Her, our only point was just Babu Freak. Babu Freak. Yeah. We've no we other words. Gone as a group. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I saw some people complaining with C three PO. About this whole, like, Sith... Like, why would he have a Sith language in his head? Why would Anakin program with a Sith language? Anakin I don't think... I don't think he did. No. I think Anakin went out onto the Holonet and downloaded a 3PO, like, package. Yeah. And installed it in, in C-3PO. Mm-hmm. And it happens to have... Well, no, remember that... Like, um all the languages in it. Because it's not like Anakin was, like, choosing the six million forms of communication. So... Right. He, he installs, like, the whole package. And then... But... And the Sith language is in there... But it's also restricted by public yeah, regulations. The Senate, so you can't enter. Yeah. yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah there's no issue. But you'd, you'd still want that in there so that if they needed something translated, like, yeah. you know, they could right. do it. So Hack it like they did. Um, talked about all that. I just came up with a way, a way we could do this without whatever. Yeah. And then it, <laughs> Uh, another thing uh, that kind of bothered me was the fact that she remade. At first, it bothered me. Yeah, was that she remade Anakin's lightsaber? Um, because at, at first, I tried to reconcile that. Um, well, okay, so the whole idea of that lightsaber being destroyed in Last Jedi to me meant mm-hmm. like the old Jedi finally being destroyed and having yeah. to build something new. Yeah, and that was a huge another narrative um, thread in there, like Yoda destroying the tree mm-hmm. and being like, "It's yes, it's, it's time to move on." Yeah, um, they didn't pick that up at all. It was no. just raise a Jedi. Yeah, and one thing I would have liked to have seen is because <laughs> she had to repair this thing and it had a like broken kyber crystal. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen it unstable, like Kylo's right, voice, like flickering and oh, stuff. That, that would have been, been cool too. Cool. Yeah. Um, so at first I had tried to reconcile it being like, 
when I, when I saw the trailer for the movie, like, oh, she's rebuilding the Jedi. So yeah. the lightsaber is being rebuilt anew. But since they didn't actually pick up that narrative thread, I was like, I was really disappointed. I feel like they were but doing that. They, like, she is rebuilding the Jedi. She has to fit, complete her training. Yeah. It's a lot she, slower than I wanted, but yeah. She can't yeah. go, she can't go and become a Jedi master who's training other Jedi if she doesn't know everything. So she goes to Leia and is studying the Jedi texts. Yeah. To improve. Yeah. Um, but another way that I can kind of justify it now is the Skywalker legacy was like broken in Last Jedi. Yeah. Right? Um, Kylo Ren's abandoned it. Mm-hmm. Um, Rey has had a hard time with Luke in it. Yeah. Um, and it, and, but Rey is rebuilding that legacy. Mm-hmm. She rebuilt the lightsaber and then using Leia's help and then takes the name Skywalker. Yeah. So she's like rebuilding the legacy and keeping it alive. Uh, so I, I can kind of appreciate that yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So my favorite part of the movie besides Ray getting the flash is when Chewie dies or when you think he dies. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I was relieved he was alive, but yeah. I kind of wanted him to I die. Was. Here's the thing. I, I think he should have died. I think it would have been it a greater struggle for Ray if she had guilt all carried yeah. throughout yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. I did not the like that time, scene later. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was okay with it because you can't kill off Chewbacca without actually seeing him die. Yeah. Like, just having it just be like... Yeah. Too- it, a, a thing blowing up. I mean... Like, Chew, in the expanded <laughs> universe, Chewbacca died because they, they smashed a planet into his face. Like, mm. you can't just have him blow up in a tiny little shuttle. <laughs> Granted... Where they took it with him being a prisoner on the ship, yeah, that is complete ring theory with the New Hope and the Death Star. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of those scenes were the exact yeah. same in Rise of Skywalker as well yeah. as in the Death Star rescuing Leia. Mm. Yeah, um, so I can appreciate that. Yeah, part oh, of it. Uh, with uh, General Hux being the spy. Yeah, I, it makes sense. Yeah, I just wish Hux had a larger role. Though. When at first he was like, "I'm the spy," I was like. Oh, no. I know, yeah. No, that's so... What? No, they can't turn him into a good guy. And he's like, I just want to see Kylo lose. I was like, oh, yeah. That makes sense. They they, they built on And so then I was like, yep, yep, yep. (laughs) And then I loved that 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 fleet admiral just like... Just like yeah. blasting him away like he was nothing. Yeah. He's like I the, remember you guys talking <sighs> on another podcast, just predictions, and you were saying um, that Hux needs to die like in a shitty way. Like, yeah, yeah, and he did, which I thought was great. Like he's such a sniffling little coward. Who who do you like better, General Pride or Grandmoff Tarkin? Grandmoff Tarkin, yeah, especially especially after Rogue One. Yeah, I mean that's true. That he's got we got more to work with there. And, um, and I feel like he was a Tarkin-like figure. He was a Tarkin-like figure, yes, but also we don't know anything about him. That's true. Yeah. All we know is he's ruthless. Yeah. Like, but like Tarkin and like the, the the my favorite Imperial officer ever is Krennic. Really, rewatching Rogue One, no, he's fantastic. One because he's so like sniveling, like mm. not not sniveling, but he's just everything is very very unfair to him, mm. and how dare it be unfair to him, like. Yeah, he's he busted his ass. Yeah, and like and everybody shits on him. Darth Vader, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, treats him like trash, and Tarkin steals all of his credit. I, I think he's great. Yeah, and also he's like one of my favorite actors. That's like I know he's been around for years, but like he's only recently started getting like bigger and bigger roles. And mm. anytime he shows up in anything, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Krennic's here. <laughs> Krennic. uh, another thing uh, with the Chewie not actually dying. Yeah. 
It also felt cheated that, like, C-3PO didn't actually get his memory wiped. Yeah. Like, it just felt like they wanted the steak. Like, they wanted to have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah. They wanted yeah. the steaks without actually any consequences. Yeah. yeah. I really hated that. It was yeah. really annoying. Oh, um, so. Uh, what would you rather have, though? Chewie, Chewie, Chewie died to cause guilt in Ray permanently, and C-3PO straight up memory lost because that line then when he says, one last look at my friends, mm-hmm. like, you actually feel or, or if they rebooted his memory, I would have liked to have seen them reboot it back to, like, episode two of him being, like, but it was wiped after that. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, 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 no, but it was a backup <laughs> that, like... R2. Oh, had. right. Yeah, so right, right. Could, If, oh, if gotcha, C-3PO yeah. was like, what, what, what? I was just in the body of a battle droid. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. um, but the, uh, what was I going to say? It was, I've lost it. I don't know. Memory, Chewy, dying. Oh, so, um, with Ray being a Palpatine, it's hinted at in The Last Jedi. When Luke mentions how she so quickly yeah, yeah. leaned towards the dark side. Mm-hmm. Like, if she was nobody, then that line doesn't really... Well, I don't think it... It's just I, I think there. You, I don't think she's that... She's actually drawn with, towards evil. If she wasn't a Palpatine, I still think it works because there's this yin-yang effect. It works, yeah, but I like the, I like that when you when you watch then. Yeah, watch no. Jedi, it, you're like... Well, right. Oh, oh, that's why now you get to watch it in a new context. Mm-hmm. And it is better to watch that. Yeah. yeah. I agree with and that. I also don't mind the whole like, well, they were nobody because they made themselves nobody, because that's the whole certain point of view thing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had no problem with it. Um, You're right. That echoes the whole like, why did Obi Wan tell Luke that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Death Vader killed his father. And because her family made themselves nobody, when she says they're nobody, that's like her feeling in the Force. The fact that they were nobody, but not fully seeing the full picture mm-hmm. of why they were nobody. Yeah. So. Right. On this note, I am very confused by the whole Emperor made Snoke thing. Because when you watch Last Jedi, yeah. Snoke has no idea who Rey is. Yeah. He really doesn't. Is Snoke a separate entity than Palpatine? Seems like it. Yeah. But then why? But why wouldn't Snoke know what Palpatine knows? You see, the you see a the, a vat containing multiple Snokes, right? So he's just a. I'm saying, like, if, if Palpatine made him, why wouldn't Palpatine tell him, like, hey, because if you see this Ray character, she's my granddaughter. Because he unless Palpatine didn't know, he tell. No, I don't. Th- I don't think Snoke needs to know the whole picture. Snoke has a specific job. <laughs> Yeah. Palpatine doesn't need Snoke. Well, and maybe Palpatine didn't know until Ray came to Snoke and showed who she was. Yeah. Like, and he was like, oh, he was like, like, like basically, she kind of. Because she, she, she became hit. part of the story. Yeah. Right? And well, because her parents had hidden her away, <laughs> so Palpatine yeah. didn't know about her. Right. And so it wasn't clear that, hey, there's this like, super powerful Jedi running around. Yeah. Well, wait, is this my granddaughter? Yeah. Palpatine's maybe. whole job was to have Snoke lure. Kylo to the dark side, yeah, and everything without you know fully revealing his yeah mm-hmm. his true self. So okay. sorry, CJ, that was a long tangent. You were telling us. Oh no, that was thoughts. it. That was everything about Chewie. Well, that was all. that was, really that was everything about two. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I wish there was a. I wish there was more wedge. 
Yeah. Place me to, I, there was it was literally a, a two-second I gasped when he showed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just like, nice shot, Lando. Yeah. Or nice flying Lando. I can't remember what Now, Let's I need to, re- right I need to rewatch it and see if Snap Wexley, Snap is the is yeah. Greg Grunberg. Yeah. If he dies before Wedge shows up, I can't remember. Because Snap Wexley is the stepson of Wedge Antilles. Wedge Antilles marries... Snap's mom Snap. when he was when he was a little when he was like a teenage boy. So I need to see like if Wedge like was just like my stepson just died, I don't care. Or if he shows up after Snap gets blown up. Uh-huh. So I'm, I need to rewatch it and see. But it's it was just it's like a thing in there that like it would it would require um uh I can't uh Hidalgo uh the the guy who's in charge of the story group. Um, anyway, it would require him to like actually like, go in there and like be like, "Hey guys, we need to make sure." Yeah, that, uh, I don't think the problem yeah. is so much. The Rise of Skywalker is so last minute made because they had to fire the previous director. Yeah, and so it was just like full force ahead. Like, no, let's just do this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, there wasn't time to even to cons- add even consider things, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Uh, sure. Oh yeah, and also I wanted to see a Wedge C-3PO uh, reunion, maybe. I don't know. Something to do with the memory being wiped? I don't know. But maybe you're just adding too much crap in there. Did Wedge and C-3PO? Wasn't he... No, that was a different Antilles. Oh, really? Oh yeah, it was Captain oh. Antilles. Captain Antilles, oh, okay. yeah. That's not Wedge. Antilles is like the Smith of the Star Wars okay. universe. <laughs> they actually, there's actually at least three different people. Who are, who have the last name Antilles? Yeah, there's, um, there's Bale Antilles who was up for nomination for yeah. Chancellor. Yep. Okay. And, and then there's, there's Captain Antilles, <laughs> and then there was Wedge Antilles. Antilles is just a very common name in the yeah. Star Wars universe. <laughs> what if at the end of the movie, Ray's but like, it's because Antilles was actually the like the last name of one of the characters. If you go back and read like the original script for yeah. Star Wars, oh, okay. Antilles is like one of the main characters, mm-hmm. and so th- he just liked the name and yeah. just kept using it. Yeah, yeah. What if at the end of the movie, the old little bit's like, what's your name? She's like, Ray. She's like, Ray who? Ray Antilles. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what? And then Wedge is like, <laughs> Wedge is the waving. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, but you survived. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I saw somebody who online, they were like, what's your name? Ray. Ray what? Ray slowly turns to the camera. Ray Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God. I really liked that her lightsaber was made out of her staff. Oh, oh I didn't realize okay. that. Yeah, it's that made out sense. of the end of her staff. Huh. Is it a double-sided lightsaber? Oh, no. It's not. It was normal lightsaber. I want my fucking double-sided lightsaber well, Ray. And you got the weird nunchuck thing. Well, and yeah. I, li- yeah. I, liked, I liked that the, the switch to turn it on was like a wheel. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it like, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. So sad. What else do you got? Oh, just one thing. I think that's everything. Oh, one part I really liked is when Ray was like, when they came on the ship, they... The stormtroopers, she's like, it's okay that we're here. Yeah, it's yeah. okay that you're here. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> we're it's so good. relieved you're here. Yeah, God, you're I here. Was, well, because normally you have people repeat the exact same words yeah. that the person says back. So I like mm-hmm. that they didn't. They were just like, oh man, it's so good. Uh, the Knights of Ren, I thought were like 
pretty much wasted. They were they were pretty wasted lightsabers, really. But they were like very much like. Well, they didn't explain who they were. No, Uh, they just seemed like they spent a lot of time hanging out around Hot Topic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the basically Kylo Ren. I mean, yeah, yeah. Call me Kylo, guys. I'm not Ben. Yeah, my name's Kylo now. Um, Go to Hot Topic. But apparently, like they, according to this new comic that's coming out about Kylo Ren, like how he became it, the Knights of Ren, um, they are force sensitive, but not like full blown like Jedi. And but and their beliefs, they have to have a leader who is the Ren, oh, okay. who is like the most powerful one in the Force. So they were seeking out a new leader, mm. and Kylo sort of like took them over. And became Kylo Ren. Do we know what yes. happened to the Jedi that, that Luke that Luke trained that Kylo took with him? That's going to be in, as part of this. But they're not the Knights of Ren, right? I don't think so. It wouldn't I make sense. I, we're gonna you would have seen comic. them like use the Force. You work at the comic book shop. You I read comic. haven't read a comic in like two years. <laughs> I haven't either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um. One other last thing I love when, when the Han scene, when Kylo's kind of lost for words and he's like, I know. Yeah. He's oh, like, yeah, the I know. know. Oh, yeah. not only that, but also when uh, when Kylo, like, turns and he's fighting, he does the Han Solo shrug. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm, and it was, like, so, like, Harrison Ford, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Meh, what can you do? Yeah. I'm kind yeah. of a... I'm a kind of a jerk. I thought it was like, let's dance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing I really appreciated was, sorry, we're just going, we're just going on like five tangents. Yeah. Uh, was uh, the, just just the line when all the ships showed up at the end. And he's like, where'd they get this Navy from? He's like, it's not a Navy, sir. It's just people. Yeah. Like, just everyone just like got in their ship and just light yeah. sped there. Yeah. Like, I thought that was fantastic. But I wish they had done more to connect that to Luke's sacrifice in Last Jedi. Yeah. Because you see at the end of Last Jedi, these kids playing with these figures that's like well, not Luke only that, taking the stand and inspiring people. One of the people who should have been in that ship going around recruiting people should have been Rose. Yeah. Because Rose yeah. Was, like, was like... Rose was there. Impassioned, like, like, I just wish they had done more to be like, no, this is why people were actually inspired to fight back is because mm-hmm. of what Luke did. That was just completely dropped, and it was just like, well, maybe if Lando just flies around and says, hey, guys, we got a chance. I'm Lando Calrissian, mm-hmm. which, granted, that works, too. Yeah. Because he is Lando. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just wish they had done some more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Connective. Again, I just wish there was a little bit more connective tissue between those two movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think we've pretty much covered everything that we want to cover yeah. for now. Yeah. We're, we're definitely good. going to be coming back and exploring the themes. Yeah. Um, next episode, I'm hoping we're going to do uh, Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Yeah. We'll cover all the we'll Mandalorian. We'll do all Mandalorian. But then I also want to do a well, – I also want to cover the – like a, a recap of all of the films because we've both now gone through and rewatched mm-hmm. all of them. Like a ranking or no? Just like talking about because we could, that would, that drew our attention again because we could and do while I was doing like a ranking and stuff. I was gonna say we could do a Mandalorian Madness episode. Yeah. Now that all the films are out. Yeah. And we could just too. we could just argue over which film's better. Well, we will have to wait till March to do that. We're gonna do that in March. But rules. But I wanted I want to talk about some of the things. You're very wise. Some of the things I noticed 
Yeah. Um, uh, as I've rewatched everything and how it all ties together. Yeah. So um, we'll be doing that in the future. So right. for now, let's go ahead and do some trivia. Now time for some trivia. Going face to face. Going face to face. Head on, Gabe and Mark, and show who's the king. Some say Mark can win, but some say he cannot be Gabe. He cannot be Gabe. Each one has a different strength that they bring. Six questions per person are asked about the mother loving Star Wars world. We love. So good luck to both of you. Show us what you can do. Oh, Gabe, I love you. But Mark, I love you too. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one to root for. I don't know. I don't know which one. Uh oh. Okay. Alright, so Mark is one ahead. Yep. I am, but I am regaining my ground. So. Not today. <clears throat> Alright, so. The Emperor had the high ground, too. He and, did. And they defeated him. Hmm. hmm. That's, that's some ring theory there. I'm sure in some way. I'm sure I'm sure you can figure out how that's ring theory. <laughs> All right. Who expresses doubts the Rebel Alliance has set up a base in the Hoth system? Who expresses doubts? Yeah. Admiral Ozzel? Yes. Yeah. What's did you know that he says clumsy as he is stupid? Really? Yeah. I was unaware. He came uh, out last week too close. What type of vehicle... I could do this all day. <laughs> what type of vehicle does Anakin Skywalker pilot through the flaring arcs of a damaged power coupling? Um. Oh. Wait. Power coupling. I... No, because he doesn't... Yeah. A speeder. Yes. Yeah. All right. Who claims... To have made a lot of special modifications to the Millennium Falcon. Han Solo. Who is the first to jump down the Death Star's garbage chute? Ooh. Okay, it's definitely not Han. Han's last. Chewie's, yeah, Chewie's second to last. So is it Luke or Leia? It's probably Leia because she shot it. She told him, into the garbage chute, flyboy. Unless Luke did go first. Uh, I'm going to say Leia. It was Leia. Yes. I was really hoping he was going to get that yeah, one. Who confides to Watto that he's acquired a pod in a game of chance? Uh, Quagon. Who has seen biting a head off a frog and spitting it at a gong? Um, uh, Jabba. That was an easy card. That was an easy <laughs> card. No, it wasn't. It was so easy. I just make it look easy. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> what species are the creatures seen fighting over a bone while Anakin enters a Tusken Raider tent? Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't know the name of Tusken dogs. <laughs> wow. You're not a true fan, then. Would you have known this? Fan. I would not. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's the answer? It's a massive. Oh, I've heard that name before. Man. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed it. But <laughs> yeah. like now, yeah. hearing, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Who warns Obi Wan and Anakin that they are no match for Count Dooku? Noting he's a Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Supreme Chancellor Palpatine. It was Jar Jar. He was there. He said he's a Sith Lord. Popping up behind. Yeah. Annie! Annie! <laughs> What does Han Solo call Jabba the Hutt after the Hutt gives him a second chance at repaying his debt? A beautiful human being. A wonderful human being. Mm. You get okay, you read my face. Looks for, I'll give it to you. It was a wonderful no. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is another clear indication they had no idea he was going to be a slug. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which planet's delegates second the motion... <laughs> To send a commission to Naboo, effectively stalling any Senate action. <laughs> um, it, Malastare. Wow. wow. Yeah. Nice. It's because there are grands. Yeah. It's the three-eyed grands yeah. from Malastare. Yeah. Uh, what color is the Death Star's super laser blast? Green. <laughs> Who is R2-D2's opponent in a game of Dejaric or Hollow Chess? Chewbacca. Yeah. We are not tied. You missed one. Mm-hmm. Got six. All right. Actually, I had I, I had uh, tweeted today. I said, "What if Dejarik is actually like a CCG, and you like collect creatures? Oh, like like you like yeah, you, you, like buy, collect, you buy booster packs, yeah, you buy booster packs, of packs creatures. Of creatures, and then that builds your <laughs> like your team." And that explains why Chewbacca's so good, because he's been, like, building his yeah. deck for, like, he's, 200 years. And he knows the heart of the cards. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I really like the idea of, like, every single, like, you know, you play is completely different stuff, so. All right. All right. All right. So make sure to go visit our Facebook page. We're always posting up amazing and ridiculous things there. Um, there's sure to be an influx of uh, Babu Freak <laughs> content. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we will see you next time. Hey! There's been no one for so long. Who are you? I'm Ray. Ray who? Ray Podcaster. <laughs>